Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. All right. Hey, y'all. Good morning. Good to see you. Is it good to be seen? Yes? Cool. Uh, so we each of us have a blanket, a little little roll. We're just going to snuggle up and have a little, um, you know, little nap, little nap, little non-sleep deep breast yoga. But if you have a blanket and you can roll it up like so, or you have a uh, pillow or like if you have a bolster pillow, right, that is just nice, use that. Um, something that you can you can get kind of stacked like this. I don't know if you can see how how high this is, but this is like a I don't know eight inches or so. So care if you fold it and then fold it over and then fold it over again, you're gonna have it. All right, cool, Sasha, you're back. Welcome home. So blanket can set to the side. You won't need it. We're gonna begin in constructive rest with soles of the feet to the floor, knees lightly together. And then hands to your head. You're going to just gently lift your head, lengthen the back of your neck so that your nose points straight up or you can think of it as you're looking straight up at the ceiling. You may want to put a blanket or a block behind your head to make that happen if uh, it's not already. But let's do one uh, kind of contrast to that. Pick up your head again. Lift your chin toward the ceiling, tilt your head back. This is like the, you're going to get CPR uh, position. <laughs> Does I remember that? Like, we don't want to be in this position when we're on the floor. We don't want to be like mouth up, chin up. So pick up your head again and neck is long. You're pointing your nose straight up, gaze straight up. Now, for most of us, we don't end up in that real big chin thrust. We usually just end up in a kind of halfway there. So just Take in your gaze straight up, your nose pointing straight up. We're going to bring arms by your sides, bring the soles of your feet to the mat for bridge. And we'll have a little flowing bridge action here where you work your feet down, arm bones down, and back of your head down. This back of the head thing, really important strengthener, or really important area to strengthen. You can do it different ways. If uh, you've got a block or a pillow underneath that you want to move at this point, you're welcome to. We just really want to keep the neck in good alignment while we do this exercise, while we press the back of the head down so that we're not pressing uh, in the wrong area or with the neck kind of in flexion. One more round here. You're pressing feet down, arm bones down, back of your head down. And then we'll slowly release that. And arms out for belly twisting pose, shoulder blades and back of the head, just keep them. Move your knees as you like, side to side. Big abdominal effort, not abdominal effort. Shoulder blades and back of head. I'm just pressing the floor. So what we're really doing here is training our body is muscle memory or, or neuromuscular memory uh, to align 
head in the proper position, right? So if you were upright, we would be uh, stacked right? so instead of head forward. Right? Go one more round. And then come on back to center and we'll take one knee in each hand and let the hands move the knees around. Keep the back of the head level, shoulder blades level. You've got just that training of your posture that's is there for you with the floor. And then back at center, knees to nose, nose to knees will curl up and rock up and back as you like, or just transition your way around to down dog. Take your time with that. Once you land, land. Press your hands down and forward, your feet down and out. And then we're going to bring back the sensation of the floor. So your, your back still probably feels uh, some of that. Bring that alignment of head in line with the shoulder blades. So for a lot of us, we'll tend to drop the head. It's not a bad thing. Let's see if we can find the alignment. Hips, rib cage, head. Head's probably somewhere between your biceps. Like that. Then inhale forward to a high plank. Continue with that idea of like, there's that, that floor feeling at your back. Line everything up and then press back to down dog. Line everything up there too. So we're going forward and back a few times with your emphasis on that line of hips, rib cage, head. That you're not sticking your chin forward when you come forward to the plank. When you come forward to the plank, like straight, look straight down, look straight down. And the length of the back of your neck stays the same. So long in the back of the neck, think back of the head, pressing forward. Good. Last one of these. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Good. This time, step your right foot forward to your right hand. Bring the back knee down. Right hand to right thigh, a little twist. And then our head likes to kind of fall out of line here too. So pull your heart forward, bring the idea of your shoulder blades stacking in one line, your head on that line. We're gonna take the right arm up into a cactus or W shape, pull your elbow toward the back wall. You may find you want to walk your right foot over for a little more support if you feel a little, uh, like, like you could just use more stability, that'd be a good move. A block underneath the left hand, also nice. We're going to bend the back knee, reach back, catch the foot if it's available to be caught without like any cramps or, or no disasters. Right? Breathe in, lift your heart up and forward. And then a slow release, slow dissolve. If you've got that foot, hands down. We're going to take the right knee back in line with the left. You're going to come down to the floor and sphinx pose. So the first of the back bends today, sphinx, the, the blueprint we like to use, elbows in line with the shoulders or slightly forward. You're gonna pull the arms into the floor. So they're pulling back, you've set the shoulders there. Back of the neck long, here's a place where you want to really tune in. You're looking forward, probably slightly down at the floor. The elbows are on the floor under your shoulders. Really look down and be sure that your elbows are under the shoulders and not behind. It's super important that they be like the arms vertical for it to be sphinx. Right. Press your feet down, squeeze the legs. 
You're drawing your abdominals in as if you're trying to lift your hip points away from the floor. And uh, take a moment, draw the hip points away, and then do the opposite. Let the, let the belly and the hip points get heavy to the floor. Notice what happens to your low back and the, uh, the sacral area. Then do it again, pull the abdominals in. So in Sphinx, you're pressing the tops of the thighs down, lifting the hip points up. Slowly release down out of this. Hands underneath your elbows, press up to hands and knees, and back to down dog. Then look to your left hand. We're gonna step the left foot forward, low lunge, back knee down, and then left hand to left thigh rotation. And really working for thoracic mobility, be sure that you're stacking the shoulders, that you're working the shoulder blades into one line before you then take the arm up and arm to cactus. Again, we're giving ourselves access to the back muscles to really pull into a twist. If you feel like you want more stability, left foot over to the left. Right. Back knee can bend. Back knee can bend and you might catch it. No, you don't, might, don't catch the knee, catch the foot. Well, you know, it's yoga, so someone someone's out there catching their knee in this pose. Again, head likes to fall out of line here. Let's look back at what we're trying to do. Pull your heart forward, head in line. Really tough in a twist to know that you're aligned. Just do your best with that. And things to, to kind of check into, is your head dropping forward or is your neck hinging back? And those two things, if you can just kind of remove those, we're golden. Slow, dissolve, release that, and come back to center. Hands and knees down to the floor. And then come to Sphinx. But we're going to slide one hand at a time back to Cobra. So you're going to slide your hands back underneath the elbows. And from here, same rule. Press your feet down, tops of the thighs down, abdominals lift in. Elbows hug in. Pull fingertips into the floor. As you're pulling back with the hands, I'm trying to slide forward on the mat. Probably won't happen. Maybe a little bit. Right. Breathing here is challenging. Pull back. Pull the elbows in. See if you can go a little higher with that just as a, you know, it doesn't need to go higher, but do you have more uh, access to your back muscles? Then release down slow. Press up to hands and knees. Press back. Down dog. Breath in, breath out. You're going to come down to your knees. Keep your toes tucked. We're not going to child's pose. We're going to go to puppy. We're going to take the hands out forward, some hips up and back. Really palm the floor. Okay, so the, the puppy pose, uh, think like puppy energy. You press the hands down in a lot. It's tractioning out of the side body. You can sway your hips over to the right. Pause there. Keep palming the floor really firmly. Hips over to the left. Back to center. And then slowly slide back toward child's pose. Told you, it'd be fun. It's just fun. It's totally fun, yes? No. <laughs> All right. On your inhale. Oh, Emily spoke for everybody. I believe she's the youngest person here. So <laughs> that makes sense. Come on up to down dog and pause. Breathe in 
and breathe out. Just notice your side body. If there's anything that just occurred there, what you got going on? We're going to inhale forward to a high plank. Press the floor away. Lower slowly all the way down to the mat. And then hands underneath your forehead center, right hand on top, forehead rests. You're going to lift your right elbow off the floor. That's the start position. Squeeze the left leg. And then left leg and right arm lift. We're going to stay here in Makarasana. Right elbow up, squeeze left leg. And you're breathing. And this is back body work. It's a light back bend. But it's more indicative of how we actually use our back body in life. Right. So uh, everything we do, walking, Etc. Right, is a cross body action. Right, anytime we're active and moving, like think about babies crawling. It's like a cross body thing. Right, lift up, breathe in, and then breathe out, really slowly down. So what we're doing is we're teaching those two sides of the back to fire together, uh, in order to strengthen any moves, uh, in postural stuff with the back. Uh, it's not the only thing we need to be doing, but it's a really powerful thing to continue to do as we um. I'm rebranding aging as living. So as we live, we need to continue to do this. Left hand, right. Gretchen, will you help me with that campaign? <laughs> left hand on top of the right. Right. Lift the left elbow, squeeze the right leg. And then lift up Makarasana. And continue to breathe here. You're working the left shoulder blade in towards center. That action comes from that lift of the elbow. Okay, so it's kind of easy to get into this and just push on your head. Instead, keep lifting the elbow, squeeze the right leg. Another place where you're lifting your abdominals in, you're not trying to make your hip points heavy. They're not going to lift from the floor, but, but they're not pressing down. And release slowly. And arms at your sides. We're going to go palms down and uh, just... Press the floor with the hands. Press the floor with the feet. We're coming to half locust. Right? Uh, really one of those poses that's a lot of effort. And it's just, it's not a lot of flash. Feet down. They're going to want to pop up if you're uh, really using your glutes. No big deal. We will use the glutes in a second. But press the hands down. Use the upper back. Really draw the fronts of the shoulders away from the chest. Then walk your hands to your own hamstrings right there where the hamstrings and glutes meet. Right? Squeeze there to lift the legs. Yeah, it's your, it's your own asana. You can touch it. Just feel those muscles engage. Then float the arms out to the side. Squeeze arms, squeeze legs, lift up. And then release down. Hands underneath your elbows. Press up, hands and knees. Press back, down dog. Breath in. And breath all the way out. The back is fairly warm at this point, yes? Are we there? All those back bends, all of those, those are our strengthening ones. Uh, you'll notice that up dog was not included in that because it's not really a back strengthener, but it's a good pose. Uh, this is what we're going to use our blanket for. Come on down to your knees. Bring your blanket about center of the mat. We're going to then bring the hips just to rest on the blanket. So the blanket's just going to give you the little lift of the hips and up dog. You know that hammock of up dog that like we have to work so hard for? You're just going to get onto their, uh, get onto the buck where the tops of the thighs the hip points that we've been talking about are there. And then your hands underneath your shoulders. And this is why we're here to look for hands under shoulders. What uh, your yoga teacher sees an up dog a lot. His shoulders are a little forward, but we're still trying to lift up. And it kind of looks like this. 
anyone recognize this updog? Like the updog on the milk carton. <laughs> Press your hands down, bend your elbows a little bit, just a tiny little bit of the elbow bend. Pull your arm bones back. When you pull your arm bones back, you can get a little of that back strengthening. Does anyone feel that? Are we there? Yeah. So the upper arm bones going back, chest going up, and then back of your head going up. And you have the perfect ponytail for this. It's like just push your ponytail up toward the ceiling. Yeah. Everybody needs a ponytail for next class. Good. Breath in. Tips of your ears leading up can help too. Just think pixie ears. And then breath out. We're going to come off of that. Press back to child's pose or down dog. See, the blanket was actually good because otherwise we'd be holding an up dog right there. Do you see how the blanket's nice? It's okay, right? It's okay. It's not always a bad thing. I love how you rest in your head. Like there's there's this intuitive resting of the head on the blanket. <laughs> really good work. <laughs> really good work. Come on back up to uh, the positioning for the up dog. We're going to go right back into it. And this time you've got the arms where so you're going to stack the shoulders over wrists. We're not going to be shoulders forward trying to pull out. We're going to be stacked. Right, so we've got the upper body. It looks good in here. It looks good out there. Press your feet down. Squeeze your legs so that you've now lifted your knees. You've got hands down. You've got knees lifted. So now we're really working the legs. Breathe here. Send the back of your head up. Where you think like pixie ears up. Breath in. And then breath out. We'll release the knees down just to press back evenly off of that. And you can rest your head again on the blanket because that was really cute. <laughs> and then and breathe in. Breathe out. Up dog's one of those poses like chaturanga that like we never recover it except for that one half breath that we're in it, right? Because if you tried to hold it for a lot of breaths to cover all the basics, it, no one would stay. <laughs> like just, we would be gone. Um, so one more while we're here and while we have our, our little prop, come on up and come to the prop like we were for the up dog, but a little behind. So you're going to get more toward navel center. So think uh, navel center at the top of whatever prop you're using and it's a little lower. So we're going to uh, work with bow. We're just going to bend uh, the right knee. Left hand's going to be in front and see if you can reach back and catch the right foot. So you're just letting the the bolster, it's again, it's like under navel center. So it lifts your chest, gives, gives you the uh, little shape of the back bend. Good. And then we'll release that slowly. Right hand out in front, bend the left knee, back and catch left foot. Kick the foot into the hand, Just breath in and breath out. Slow release down, and we'll come down over the blanket. Just little, uh, uh, this is this is salt to taste stuff. You could bring your forearms down, so forearms down like like a little sphinx here. Great idea. Laying down over the blanket. If you can take that, if you're if you didn't just have a breakfast burrito or a bowl of oatmeal or something, lie down over it, breathe, and it's going to send your breath into your back body. Like it's a little uncomfortable. There's some abdominal massage going on. So definitely like you go at your uh, your level of comfortable discomfort. But there is a little bit of that, just that pressure that sends breath back. We're getting in this prone breathing position where we get more air to the deepest lower part of our lungs and back. So that's the object. Then uh 
Come on back up from here. Bend both knees. Hands stay down if you like, or hands go back. And you kick the feet into the hands so you won't be heavy on the, the bolster. You'll go from being uh, kind of down over it to lifting up away from it. Call it a bolster. The, uh, it's a lazy kid's bolster. Breath in. And if you've got your feet, just a slow dissolve out of that first. Hands down. We're going to press back. Down dog. You can lose the blanket, never see it again, or uh, bring it back anytime you want to take a little nap. Have a breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. I want to look forward to the front of your mat. Step forward into ragdoll. And Pete White, you might, and, it, and after all that, you might have better luck with this. Hands behind you, either lacing the fingers or catching a strap between the hands. Let the shoulder blades squeeze in. Let the shoulder points draw away from one another. Let your head drop. So this is one of those stretches that's a good stretch if it's a good stretch. Right? And you define, like, is it good? And it's always a, a yoga practice, like what is too much, what is not enough. And if you feel like you're making some progress, some good progress that occurs with breath and peace of mind, and yeah, it's challenging, but you're in it without feeling that there's some detriment or some overwhelm, then you're probably in a good place. Explore that. If at any point it becomes overwhelming, right, you, you can get out. Release your hands slowly to your low back, then to the floor. That's just a nice way to kind of organize that movement. We'll press feet down and inhale. Reach to standing mountain pose. Hands up overhead. And then exhale, we'll bow forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Toe heel your feet hip distance apart. We're going to step the right leg back to a low lunge. Breathe in, reach up for crescent. Breathe out, pull the arms down through the cactus, then to the mat, left leg up and back. And then bend your knee, bring it into your chest, big step. We got the room, take them out to the side, arms out to the sides, reach up, and then hands through the heart. Fingertips reach forward and step up. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold, fold. So just some different arm mobility stuff with this. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. And breathe out, fold forward. And breathe in, lift halfway, heel toe the feet apart. Then left leg back. And breathe in, reach up for crescent. Pull down like an imaginary pull up and hands to the mat, right leg up and back. Bend the knee, bring it into your chest. Big step, taking arms out to the sides as you rise up. Then hands through heart center as you step up. All right, so it's different. And if you want to continue, uh, you know, traditional ways for sure, go for it. Inhale, lift halfway. And exhale, fold. We'll do one more round. You explore with your arms as you like. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. And exhale, fold. 
Breathe in, lift halfway. Heel toe the feet apart. Right leg back. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out. Whatever you do with your arms, activate them as you come down. You got time because we're just going into that three-legged dog lift. Breathe in. Bend the knee. Bring it in. Big step. Crescent lunge. You reach up. Hands to heart. And forward step up. Feet together. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out. Good. Breathe in, reach up. And breathe out, fold. And breathe in, lift halfway, heel toe your feet apart. Left leg back, breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, activate the arms as they come down. Hands down, step right leg back, lift. And then knee into your chest, big step. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, hands down, step up. Feet together, breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out. Good. Breathe and reach up, mountain pose. Moving into sun A with a little digression involved. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. High or low push up, you choose. Upward facing dog. Think about shoulders over wrists, and you're pulling the hands back. And then lower slowly down till you get your navel center to the mat. Then pull the hands back, pull fingertips to the mat. You got high cobra. Release down slow and take your hands by your sides, palms to the mat. And half locust, peel up. Exhale, squeeze your legs to lift them. Then inhale, take your arms up. Full locust. Exhale, release down. Hands underneath elbows, press back. Down dog. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out. Fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Mountain pose. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands high or low push up. That you're going to take to upward facing dog. Hands down, feet down, squeeze your legs. And then a slow release with your exhale. We're going toward navel center on the floor. You're in a high cobra. And then hands pull back, shoulder blades squeeze in. You breathe in. When you breathe out, we're lowering down. Slide your arms by your sides, palms down, fingertips point back. We're taking that half locus, so just the upper body. You're turning the shoulder points away from the chest. Then exhale, squeeze the legs and lift them. Inhale, squeeze the arms, lift, get just one more inch of height, and then release down slow. Press back, hands and knees to down dog. 
Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. And breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. One more round. We're going to pay a lot of attention to the neck on this one. Inhale, reach up. Mountain pose, squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, fan your fingers. And then exhale, bow. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. Step back, high or low push up. Upward facing dog. Back of your neck long. So you're looking basically straight ahead. And then we're lowering slowly. Navel center on the floor. Squeeze. You're looking somewhere out in front of you on the floor. Back of your neck is long. Feel for that. And then release slowly down. Nose almost touches the floor. Hands along your sides. Press the palms down. You lift up when you're lifting the locust. The gaze is, is pretty much right underneath your face on the floor. Squeeze the legs, lift them. Squeeze the arms, lift them. As the whole body lifts, you might find that your gaze traces a little more forward. That's cool. Release down slow. Press into hands and knees. And back to down dog. Head lines up between your arms. Make sure you're not dropping it any further. And that's one thing. We come to yoga, we want to uh, release some tension in our neck. And then we move from an up dog, looking up at the ceiling, and a down dog, curling the head in, and end up giving ourselves like more, more stress than we had when we came in. Something we, we just don't want to do. Inhale, come forward to a high plank. Set your gaze at the floor right underneath you. Bend your knees to the mat. And then come into up dog, perfect that gaze forward, but lift your heart up. So the thoracic mobility, like the upward facing part of it is the, the heart lifting up. And as you lift your chest, your gaze might be a little higher than eye level, right? It might go a little up the front Well, Now tilt your chin up. And just kind of feel what's going on in your throat and in your neck. Then slightly come out of that until there's a lift to your chest, possibly a lift to your countenance, but not any lift of the chin. And then pressing back to down dog, go from knees to toes and just find the line of your arms as you shift back. Head lines up between your arms, lengthen out the back of the neck again. Then let the head thunk in. Let it just drop in like forward head pose, like your head gets closer to your feet. Just notice that. Then pull your head back in line with your arms. Right? And go ahead and let it like like, like thunk down toward your feet. Right? This is what the teacher sees a lot of time in, in down dog. Pull your head back in line with your arms. Press your hands down. One of the reasons it's so important to press the hands down. Activate the back muscles that will support your head between the arms. Does that make sense? Do we feel that? Good. We can get out of here. Look to the front of your mat. Walk or lightly hop top of the space. Good stuff. Good stuff. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Spine in. Heart forward. Then exhale. Bow. Awesome. Utkatasana. Chair pose. Sit back and reach. There's attention to the back of your neck so that you're, you're long and head's in line. Exhale, bow forward. 
We'll breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, low push-up. Any options that you want to take here, great. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Go for that lift of the heart, the back of the neck, staying long and free. When you press back to down dog, just catch yourself in that really strong positioning, the head between the arms, frame it up. Right foot forward, warrior one, back foot flat, we'll reach up. Open out to warrior two. Stay low in the front leg. Reverse this, reach up. Good. Then side angle pose, arm inside the front leg. Good. Breathe in, reverse, reach up. Breathe out, side angle pose, arm outside the front leg. Breathe in, come up to warrior two. So you breathe out, straighten your front knee and take triangle. Hand to a block is great here. When you breathe in, top hand to the shoulder, to your same shoulder. Just rotate yourself open. Good. Then slide the hand back to your hip. Back foot's going to step halfway up. Weight shifts to the right foot. So you're in that little B stance with most of the weight, 95 on the right foot. Press into it, half moon. Once you get stable in half moon, hand back to your shoulder. Do that thing again where you rotate shoulder over shoulder. Yeah. And, and it could stay here, or you could then extend the arm up to a cactus. Really nice to keep the back action going. Or straight up your choice. Breathe in. When we breathe out, we're going to bend the standing knee tight in the back. Like step it halfway back so you're, you're in that little B stance where most of the weight is still on the front foot. Then slide the left foot back so you're in triangle. You just snuck yourself back in there. Breathe in. Come up to warrior two. Steady into that, set your gaze, and then exhale, hands to the mat. You step back down, dog, or low push-up to that up dog where your shoulders are over the wrist, arm bones are pulling back, back of your neck is long, good. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Left foot steps forward, warrior one. Reach up. Open out to warrior two. Yeah. Stay low in the leg, reverse. It's a deeper side angle, arm inside the front thigh. Good. Breathe in, reverse. Breathe out, side angle, arm outside the front thigh. Breathe in, warrior two, come up and upright yourself. Use your abdominals to stop motion. Good. Straighten the front knee. Triangle. Left hand to, to something. Give yourself some support. Then as you're here with your inhale, right hand, right fingers to your right shoulder. Use that to just turn shoulder on top of shoulder. So bring the back of your head into good alignment with you. Just notice if your chin's jutting forward. Right. And like the tips of the ears forward. You can take the uh, hand then to your hip. Back foot's going to step in halfway. All the weight, shift like 95% of the weight onto the left foot before you take off. And as you play here, right, 
Take the fingertips back to the shoulder. Roll open. When you do that, yeah, keep it. The tips of the ears pulling forward, pulling forward, yeah. And do the same thing in triangle. Good. And take the arm up if you like and cactus it if you like. And as we move, it might be nice to bring the hand back in. You can always do that. Uh, we're going to bend the standing knee, keep the right leg real tight. Step it back to that, that halfway stance where the weight's on the front leg so that then back leg has the freedom to move back into triangle. I don't want to say easy. It's not easy, but uh, the landing is light. Good work. Next inhale. Up warrior two. Sit low into it. Yeah. And then hands to you, the mat. And step back and down dog. Or low push up. Upward facing dog. And down dog. Breathe all the way out. And come down to your knees for child's pose. And there's a breath there. So I saw something really fun to work with. A little detail that we can. It's so fun, you guys. <laughs> this is the fun that you weren't hoping for. So coming out of triangle to warrior two. Uh, it can be an amazing abdominal experience. Right. Uh, and and really good if we can get it there to be like one of those things that we don't have to do ab work. Right. Uh, but it can also be like a jack in the box where we just like throw ourselves. Has anyone experienced that? Where you're just like, just get me out of here. Right. <laughs> so we're going to play with that entry and exit in a way that just gives you more mobility because you're more in control. Right. Come on up to down dog. And. We're just going to do away with all pretenses. You're going to step your right foot forward, come up to warrior two-ish, and then straighten the front leg for triangle. So it's going to get here. Right. And then uh, let's go with hands to hip. So this is, sometimes we do triangle without hands. It's not to do triangle without hands. It's to learn this stuff. So hands at your hips, pull the right hip back underneath you, slowly in. Press your feet into the floor. Right. Now, Keep the hands right where they are, or you can slide them up to your waist. Actually, slide them up to your waist so you can feel this work. Like, feel how your abdominals are holding here. Press into your front foot. Rise back up using those muscles. Yeah. Yeah, so nobody did that fast. That was great. Tilt into it again. So, so this is where the free triangle, like, really gets you to hear this mobility in and out. Like, triangle pose itself, we want three points on the ground. But doing this kind of no-hands triangle teaches us how to stay in control with the core body as we move up and down. So one more of these go into triangle, then uh, whatever you have around. If you have your leg around, put your hand on your leg. If you have a block, put your hand on a block, but put your hand down, right? So now the challenge is not to push off with it. Cause you could see how like on your leg or your block, can, can you feel the body mechanics of how you could push off of it, right? And a lot of us do. So instead bring back that feeling in your abdominals Pull yourself back up. Sit to warrior two. Yeah. Then hands to the mat. Step back to down dog or low push up. Just notice your abdominals from side to side. And breathe in upward facing dog. Down dog. Breathe all the way out. And left foot forward, come up and around to a warrior two-ish thing. Don't even worry about it. Just do ish. 
because we're going to straighten the front leg and focus on the triangle. So your hands to your hips. First, get the hip tilt. So the hand to the hip crease. So you're just going to go as far as you go with that. Then hands to your waistline and feel the abdominals contracting to take you long. Then, and then bring you back up. And then they contract to resist the motion going down so that you don't round your spine and, and fall over, right? Back up a few times like this. So the abdominals in this case, right, when we're, they, I mean, muscles do two things. They move our body and they stop motion, right? So we're really using the facility of the abdominals to control motion by, by stopping extra momentum. One more of these. Take it down to hand on something, whatever you got around uh, is great. And then just, just feel how you could. You're not going to because you're, you're aware now. You could thrust yourself back up, right? You might want to put a little bend in your knee. That's totally fine. Again, you're not going to push with your feet or your feet are grounding you. Legs are firm in triangle. Abdominals, let them take the weight out of your hand and then pull you back up. Really nice. Warrior two, finish it off. And then hands to the mat. Step back down, dog, or low push. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Super. Breath in, breath out. We do not need to do any abdominals. There will be no boat pose. There will be none of that. Look through your hands, walk or crawl to seated. Take your hands back behind you. Fingertips can point toward the front of the mat. Fingertips can point toward the sides. We're going to lift spine in. Notice if you thrust your chin up. Can you bring your head in line so that basically, like when we were lying on the floor, right, same thing is going on in your body. Right. Squeeze shoulder blades in towards center. Press your feet down. Maybe you lift your hips up. If you're lifting your hips up, see if you can find that same alignment of head. So just, it's a little bit of a drop back, so don't, don't go if it's not good for you, but can you get shoulder blades lifting up, back of the head aligned with them, breath in, and then slowly release down onto your back. Hug your knees in when you get there. That was well done. Then soles of the feet to the floor for bridge again, this time. Pressing your feet, I'm going to work more of the back bend. But do, before you go, especially if you notice you have the tendency to jut the chin, right? place your head well so you can press into the back of your head. Then walk your shoulder blades together underneath you. You might clasp your hand. And after a lot of this arm work we've done, uh, it might be your day to clasp your hands, even if never before has it been okay. Check in with your gaze straight up at the ceiling, nose pointing straight up. We will all just like, because of modern life, have this tendency to jut the chin up and to think that that feels level. So give yourself that drishti that tells you where level really is and, and just make sure you're there. The setting of your gaze really helps noticing like where your eyes land, breath in, then slowly come down. Really good. On the floor, breathe in. 
as you breathe out, you're going to bring your hands beside your ears, palms to the floor. And if that hurts you, do not do it. If that hurts you, like not your feelings, but if it hurts your shoulder, your wrist, or your elbow, uh, don't do it. If your hands don't quite get flat, take them out a little wider. See if they'll get flat. If uh, it's not getting flat, no big deal. You're just going to keep them where they are. We're all going to hug elbows together. So hugging your elbows together, press your hands into the mat. Can you lift your upper back with just that action? Right, so head stays down, hips stay down. You're just trying to get your shoulder blades off the mat. Breath in and breath out. Slowly release that down. Hands to your center line. Pause. Reward yourself for whatever you did there. Like if you had pain and had to get out, that's a good thing. If you weren't really into it, but you planted your hands anyway, because might as well, because she might yell at me if I don't. Uh, great. Uh, but with this positioning for wheel, you don't ever have to get to wheel, but some days it's available to some of us and some days it's not. Right? And so keep checking in on yourself. Right. This yoga practice is a nonlinear practice. And depending on what we've done before, and we did a lot of arm opening, something could be different today. So we'll plant again, as long as that wasn't painful for you, right? And this time, take the hips up into bridge, press the hands under the floor. You've got half wheel at that point, and then up to full wheel if you so desire to play around with that. And just play around. Be willing to have it not go 100% the first 86 dozen times you do it. Just continue to like show up and do it as best you can right now. Breath in and breath out. Slowly come down. Super. Take Supta Kanasana. That is complete. Well done. And your hands come again to your center line. We've had a lot of opening the chest today. Just feel what's going on underneath your hands with your breath, with your heartbeat. What's the overall tone, mood? And then we'll bring knees together, give them a good hug in toward the chest. Keep your right knee in, extend your left leg out. We're gonna straighten the right leg. And as hands to the hamstring or wherever you can reach really easily. So just give the shoulders a break. Give the neck and, and face just some softness. It's a good thing to notice here. Where are you sitting on your head? For a lot of us, that natural uh, kind of chin jutting up will just occur. If you find you've got that and you can't level it out real well, um, Low blanket, low block could help. You're training yourself to get the postural elements you want when you're standing going on the floor here because it's a really good uh, tactile way to, to understand posture, right? To, it's much better than getting up against the wall and doing this. Now bend the knee, bring it across, and twist. Same thing here, right? Just 
take the leg across as far as the shoulder blades can stay down and you can keep the upward gaze back of the head down. Uh, there are variations of this where you turn the head. They're fine, nothing wrong with them. But we can really, if having better posture as you continue to live in this world is something you want. This is one of those places that you can really practice uh, shoulder blades and head, making that nice frame on the floor and a little, uh, little emphasis there to strengthen those muscles. And guess what? Gives you a little more action in the twist too. Undo it, come on back to center, knees in. And then we'll take left leg straight, right leg out long. We got the hamstring stretch here, just simple breathe. Again, every time we shift around, check in on the positioning of head and neck. Right. It's something that uh, we can get in the habit of, right? Checking our head. Right? The Beastie Boys were right. They were right about so many things. But uh, so many things. Um, but... Also, since I mentioned the BC Boys, if you're not reading Rick Rubin's book right now, highly recommend Rick Rubin, The Creative Act. Just going to leave that there. I might bring it in and read it to you all tomorrow. You guys want a story tomorrow? From a guy with a really crazy beard? For sure. <laughs> it's totally yoga. We bend the knee, bring it across your body, and twist. Shoulder blades, back of the head. Wait. And that, going back to the whole idea of check your head and then the real, like, if we can get in the habit of doing it in our yoga practice, then we can get in the habit of doing it when we're like standing in line at the grocery store or sitting at our desk, driving our car. Because most of the day, we don't have to think about it. Our body's amazing. It will hold itself up. But for most of us, the way that our body tends to hold ourselves up these days isn't with that posture that we'd like to have, right? It's it kind of holds itself up in the path of least resistance, which turns into that forward head golem posture thing. And most of us would prefer to be more upright. Cool thing about these muscles, all we really have to do is be aware. Right? It's not super hard. It's not like doing a squat or lunge or deadlift. It's just bringing yourself back into to natural alignment. Your next inhale, undo it, come on back to center and hug your knees in and take happy baby or any other completion pose you like. Same thing with happy baby. You'll notice that the chin will try to jut up. The nose will try to point back. Right. One of the most important things we can do for ourselves is align the head well and keep the hips down in this pose, both for postural elements and also for the grounding of the hips and the nervous system for Shavasana. When you're ready, let your body release. Out to the floor, lie down. And allow the back side of your body to get really heavy to the floor. Right. And you'll notice in the arms and legs, there are heavier and, and lighter bits. Right? And so too with the spine, right? There are parts of us that are more grounded. 
parts that are more finely tuned and hover away, right? And these curves of our body would allow us to stand upright, would allow us to move around and to be kind of aware of our surroundings, the fact that we have the lumbar curve allows us to be upright. We have this curve of the neck right, that allows our head to be so mobile and to sit at the top of our spine and be awake and aware to life going on around us. And the elements of our arms and legs that curve toward and away from the floor also give us this amazing mobility to walk through this life or run through this life, to dance through this life. Then also to pull life toward us and create. to hug and to communicate. So many pieces and parts of the body, not just involved in our physical endeavor, but in our life. Uh, we've taken this time here to care for and to appreciate. As you feel ready to move again, start with deepening your breath. And then little movement at fingers and toes, just lightly awakening. And roll to your right side. And make your way up to seated. Big shoulders shrug. And let the center of your chest lift, the back of your skull lift. And feel again the shoulder blades and back of head in this natural frame that creates lightness around. And the spaces where we breathe, where we think, where we express ourselves, bring our hands together at heart center, raising the light of the heart to the eye of the mind, the thumbs to forehead center, a moment of acknowledgement, appreciation. That was great, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Super stuff. Well done. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for trusting that. It was great. See you soon. Bye-bye. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. 
Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.